0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire, episode 213. Today is Monday, April 10th, 2023. I hope you guys had a great weekend, a great Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. I had a great day with my mom and my grandpa. Great day. Um, Yeah. Uh, Let us know in the comments how yours was. You can talk amongst yourselves as we're doing the preliminaries. If you guys are listening on Spotify and you are not following Elijah Fire podcast yet, go ahead and follow us. That'll really help us out. And if you're listening on the app, you can give us an honest review. Um, You can put whatever you want. I'll just leave it at that. Fours and fives are the only acceptable rating though. (laughs) So, and then wherever you guys are listening, you guys can rate it as well. Uh, We really appreciate you guys over in the uh, listening in the podcast platform arena we really appreciate you guys over there a lot more people are going over that direction and uh, we got a lot of new new people listening over there so god bless you guys we love you guys um also i want to announce that on wednesday which is april twelfth, twenty 2023 we are beginning our next teaching series it's going to be a two-parter um short and sweet because right after that we all pretty much everybody at the elijah list we're going to israel which is very exciting Very exciting. So, as of tomorrow, it'll be two weeks until we go to Israel. So, can't wait. Very excited. But we wanted to do one more teaching series, and it's going to be with Krista Elisha. And it's a two parter. And it's going to be all about, you know, we hear a lot about, oh, Jezebel, this person has a python spirit, this person has a Leviathan spirit, or whatever. And we want to, um, those terms get thrown out. And, you know, I like to explain that because we do have a lot of people that are coming into. God is waking them up, right? Um, They're experiencing deeper things in the spirit, um, but they don't have a gauge for it. They don't know what this is. They may hear someone on the show talk about it. So I always like to give those terms and explain what that is. So Chris is going to be talking about that stuff, principalities, all of that. It's going to be great two-parter. You're not going to want to miss it. That starts on Wednesday, April 12th, and then it'll continue the next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, that'll be the final episode, part two of two. Going to be a great episode. Um, so, I've been trying to get Krista to do a teaching series for a while. And I was like, do a two part for me. You can do a two part right before we get to Israel. You got this. And she's like, okay, fine. So, it's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, like I said, that starts on Wednesday, April 12th, part one of two. Krista Elisha. It's going to be great. All right. Speaking of great, I got two for the price of one. Um, not that we buy our guests or anything, but very excited. We had Jesse Champ on before, and now we get the dynamic duo. Him and his wife, Amy. So they're both prophetic, prophetic voices, ministers, authors, founders of spirit word ministries. Let's give it up for my guests today. Jesse and Amy Champ. Oh, hello. Hey Jeff. Hi. Welcome back, Jesse. Amy, welcome to Elijah Fire for the first time. Very exciting. Yeah. Um, so okay, Amy, people don't know who you are. Well, there's people, a lot of people know who you are, but um, you're new to the show. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell a little bit about yourself, what you and Jesse are all about. Go for yeah. it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Jesse and I have been in full-time ministry together um as a ministry couple, as a team, together for about 10 years. We know you from The Elijah streams and Mm -hmm. some other things we've done together. Um, And, you know, Jesse and I, we just travel. We minister the gospel, we preach, we do overseas missions and crusades. And we're just so humbled and blessed that the Lord has chosen to move through us in the ways that He has to see miracles and just to see lives transformed, people delivered. And it's very humbling. And we're just happy to be a part of what God is doing, releasing the kingdom
1: yeah amen amen and amy we won't talk about it today but i will tease people because we'll have you guys back that you have a great testimony a powerful testimony about god healing you from cancer Mm -hmm. and that's so we'll just tease it at that right i'm right in that correct that is part of your testimony because i've heard it twice so Mm -hmm. i was like it's it is amy yes Yes. so um okay uh we have a great topic today which is about kingdom versus the world uh, we're also going to be talking about revival versus the kingdom um i i'm very excited about this so i'm going to let you guys just go for it and we're just gonna we're gonna ride the holy spirit wave and yeah. go
3: <laughs> okay praise god well first of all it's great to be on the show with you jeff yeah, yeah. i love what you're doing it's amazing Thanks, man. um to just be on here with you yeah. yeah it's a great topic you know what is the difference between the kingdom of god and the world, and how are we to operate as believers in a fallen world that is decaying, uh, where there's sickness, disease? The kingdom is so very important uh, because since the fall of Adam and Eve, all this has come into the world. You have sin, darkness, wickedness, principalities set up in different regions and places, mm-hmm. and so we are fighting. A spiritual battle and our wrestle is not with flesh and blood that's right it is with principalities and powers wickedness in high places Mm
4: -hmm.
3: so it is so very important we know as believers that we're in this world but we're not a part of this world we are above seated at the right hand of the Father that's right and we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son Mm. so when we become born again we're lifted Mm. we're reborn yeah and we have been designed to live in a fallen world at the same time operating from another dimension which is the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. so when we begin to step into the revelation of the kingdom In our day-to-day life, we start to really grab hold of God's word, faith, the promises of God, and we stand on that and operate from that. There's a manifestation of the kingdom all around us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To walk in the kingdom of God, we have to have the mind of Christ. This is a, this is very vital for every believer right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because the world is bringing so much pressure on the church to conform.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And what does the Bible say? Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. That's
4: good.
3: So when we have the mind of Christ and we're walking in the mind of Christ, there's breakthrough and blessing because we're submitted to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things the Lord has been doing. Uh, in our ministry is bringing the miraculous through miracles of multiplication okay and uh, I don't want to jump off subject but this is a key to operating in the kingdom of God knowing that Christ is your provider Mm
4: -hmm. walking in
3: obedience with God Mm -hmm. uh, knowing that faith overcomes this world
2: mm-hmm. so yeah
3: we've experienced these miracles of multiplication uh where the lord has just turned it up yeah. on another level since the pandemic mm-hmm. so okay. just live by faith trust me
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know uh and that's what we do we just if god gives us a vision for something we do it yeah. and breakthrough a blessing comes
1: yeah. So is that what you're referring to? Sorry, really quick. Is that what you're referring to with miracles of multiplication or is it not just relegated to finances, but it can, it can be, you know, what you pray for one person, but you see multiple people get healed at the same time. Like I would love to hear you expand. Yeah, on that. that's really,
3: I love, I love how you're um, bringing that out because yeah. miracles of multiplication, it can have to do with resources being multiplied. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miracles being multiplied, Mm, you know, Elisha saw twice as many miracles as Elijah.
1: That's right. Uh,
3: But I believe that there's something God is doing that is so fresh and so pure right now. With multiplication, miracles of multiplication, acceleration in the kingdom uh, that we're going to see more and more of these types of miracles with finances, Mm -hmm. uh, with multiplication of resources. I mean, look, Jesus took five loaves and two fishes and he fed 5,000.
1: Yeah. That's multiplication right there. Mm -hmm.
3: So our father is a creator and he knows how to bring multiplication. Elijah moved in. A mantle of miracle signs and wonders, and he multiplied uh the oil, the meal, the widow woman came to Elijah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And when the miracle happened, there was enough to sustain her throughout the famine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why I'm talking about this is because it's important as believers, we understand that. We are connected divinely to God's kingdom.
4: Yeah.
3: And our Father's not limited to what He can do and resources and finances.
4: Yeah. That's very Living true.
3: by faith, trusting Him, being obedient to Him causes those breakthroughs. Hmm.
4: Yeah.
3: And I know I can speak for um, us in our ministry. There were times where it was like our back was against the wall. God, you have to come through. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And the Lord would supernaturally bring breakthrough. I love it. Yeah. And this is what the Lord has taught us about living from the kingdom Mm
4: -hmm.
3: rather than having the mindset of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because what is the mindset of the world? Uh, Fear. I need to just, you know, I've got to I've got to watch out my my resources, my finances, I got to be careful. well God will speak to you about what to do He will give you a strategy he will give you wisdom mm-hmm. and when you're obedient to him, the breakthroughs come yeah mm-hmm. so there's times the Lord spoke to us to do things that man we didn't have the resources for we didn't have and the breakthrough would come
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I'll share this testimony with you just because this is something uh, just fresh on my heart the Lord, performed this miracle. And it was like, this is awesome. Like, this is really amazing. Um, We had our truck breakdown. And I'm thinking, man, this is going to be probably this much money to fix this or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were headed to the place to get, pick up our truck and everything. I look over and I see a license plate. It says 707. Okay. And it had a rainbow on it. And so that spoke to me. And the Lord said, Don't worry about it. And uh, you know, the rainbow symbolizes different things for different people, but for us that are believers, we know that the rainbow represents covenant, mm-hmm. promises, yeah, that we have a covenant with God and He's our provider. So I get to the place to pick up our truck and I get a text. And someone said, Hey, I just felt led to sow this. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, that's one thing. We don't ask for money, we don't beg for money, like we just trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I know that your ministry is the same way. Yeah. You just trust the Lord, you do what God tells you to do. Uh, but this came in. I go in to pay for the truck, it was 707. Okay, like, wow, <laughs> you know, Lord, you're amazing. Uh-huh. There's so many testimonies I can share about how the Lord works this way. And places we've been where people will come to us and say, we hosted you this weekend. Uh, You declared breakthrough and finances and miracles. You and your wife just declared this. And this $15,000 showed up in my bank account. And we don't know how it got there. We don't know who put it there, Dude. but the Lord miraculously has done this. And time and mm-hmm. time again, uh, we've received these testimonies. Yeah. I believe the Lord really <laughs> wants to move on this, breathe on this. But mm-hmm. I want to encourage every minister to keep this pure.
4: Yeah.
3: The Lord is doing something fresh in this. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. But we've got to keep it pure because mm-hmm. there's abuses. There's,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know all types of these things oh yeah that can come in and try to pollute something so pure um but
2: it's true and um you know you're sharing about all of these things that are happening today but these are also things that jesus saw happen in his ministry and Mm -hmm. what impressed on me when you were talking about the kingdom is that the kingdom doesn't change God, the way that he moves doesn't change. Jesus was the prototype. His life was an example of what our lifestyle was to look like, how we're to model our Christian walk. And Jesus, he often spent time in prayer. We're to spend time in prayer and fasting. And so many of the miracles that Jesus saw happened in the ministries of the apostles, and they're even still happening today. Mm -hmm. And what I've been, it's really been in my spirit lately because I've heard a lot of Um, dialogue recently about just the changes that are happening in our country, in the world and what it's going to look like for the church moving forward and what should we change? How should we, how could we address, you know, the younger generation that's, that's, uh, you know, there's so many things that are different for them than they even were for us, Jesse and I as millennials and you know, what I love about it is that I tell people all the time, They're always like, it's never been this bad in the world. It's never been this bad. And I I say the same demons and principalities that the (laughs) apostles faced are still in the world today. Yeah, let's sink in. They're recycling um, throughout every generation. They're the same demonic uh, spirits, the same demonic principalities. And they might manifest differently, but the tactics are the same. And so we can look at the lives of the apostles and see how they fought their battles, Mm -hmm. how Jesus fought his battles. Mm -hmm. And we can just model our walk, our life as a Christian, after the way that Jesus walked here on the earth, after the way that the apostles did, because the warfare, the weapons of our warfare, they don't change and neither has our enemy. And so um, we don't really have to change anything to be more culturally relevant. Yes, uh, you know, culture is always going to be changing, but mm-hmm. the power of God and the anointing, it it accomplishes the work. Yeah, and it's the um, same. It's yeah. the same
1: as when Jesus and his disciples were kicking it on the earth, yeah. you know? It's the same. Come on.
3: So, you know, Jesus said, "My kingdom is not of this world." Yeah. The kingdom of God is a dimension. And the kingdom is released through speaking. Uh, through connecting our faith to the kingdom living from above and speaking from above brings transformation into the earth into our lives Uh, but we have to have the mind of Christ you know every believer has the mind of Christ but the mind of Christ is something that we put on Mm -hmm. that we choose to operate from I'm seeing so much of worldly mentalities entering into the church Mm -hmm. uh, where we're backing off of sin issues that need to be addressed Oh, big time yeah and we're wanting to appease the world well we can't do that especially right now this is the hour to stand this is the hour to boldly decree the gospel this is mm-hmm. the hour where god <laughs> wants to bring healing transformation and deliverance
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh but we have to have the mindset of a kingdom rather than the mindset of the world
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think too a lot of what i see in the church is a lot of us we tend to mistake accept love and acceptance. They're not the same thing. Okay. You don't have to accept things that aren't the truth Mm -hmm. to love someone. And love (laughs) isn't always a, you know, a big hug and a gooey feeling. Love is truth. And Jesus always spoke the truth in love. Even when he was speaking to the woman at the well, there was genuine love in the way that he treated her and respect, but there was also truth. And he would, he did point out her sin and he didn't do it in a hateful way. And then he offered her the solution. And I think that that's the big thing today is that we need to be offering the the solution, which is Christ, which is the anointing. Um,
3: yeah. Right. You know, love is what Jesus operated from. Uh, but it doesn't mean that Jesus was accepting
4: mm-hmm.
3: of worldly lifestyles.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Jesus' message was the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm-hmm. And it was healing and deliverance mm-hmm. that he brought, the bread of the gospel
0: mm-hmm.
3: that drew those in the world to him. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. Yeah.
3: So it's, um, it's not that we should put terms and conditions on people,
4: mm-hmm.
3: but that we should demonstrate the gospel,
4: mm-hmm.
3: that they would receive healing, that they would receive deliverance, and then become a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, right. Healing yeah. is the children's bread. Yeah, it's what the gospel is. It's 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 healing. It's breakthrough. It's deliverance. Mm-hmm. And when the world begins to taste of the bread from heaven, they then become followers of Christ.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But we have to demonstrate the kingdom
4: yeah. and
3: show the world what the kingdom is really about.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: This is not just about. Uh, you know teaching the world about what to do what not to do the the rules you know it's not about just giving out a rule book or Mm -hmm. you know banging people over the head with the bible this is about Mm -hmm. showing the love of jesus and demonstrating the power of the kingdom Mm -hmm. so that they would come to jesus
1: yeah absolutely i've
3: never seen anybody get healed or delivered that didn't want to accept Jesus that didn't want to repent that didn't want to come into the kingdom yeah hmm. uh, so yeah. that's where my heart is Jeff is to demonstrate the kingdom because uh, I feel like there's so many in the world that don't know what the kingdom is really about they mm-hmm. don't know what Jesus is about they have an idea of what church is but they have yet to encounter the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords yeah and that changes everything
1: yeah absolutely. Um, so this might be a loaded question, you guys, but um, I'm sure there are some people listening who are like, man, Justin, and Amy, I hear what you're saying. And I hear Jeff talk about it because I talk a lot about that, that verse in Ephesians, we're seated with him in the heavenly realms, um, which is a strategic position. If you're high up and like you can see, you can see it all. You can mm-hmm. see the strategies, where the enemy's moving, all those things. But there's some people that are having a hard time getting from a mindset down here, even though they said yes to Jesus, the reality, whether they recognize it or not, is they're seated with him in heavenly places, right? Yes. So how do, is it, a, is it a mixture of discipline and actual revelation from the Lord? Like, what is that process like? How does somebody yeah. get their mind from being down here in the trenches to realizing, whoa, 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 hang on. I'm hidden with Christ and God now, like it talks about in Colossians. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. Where's Jesus? He's seated at the right hand of the father. So how, what, how does somebody get to that place where they get that revelation? I, I, yeah, just go for it.
3: Yeah. I love, I love your question. Uh, Do you want to speak in on this?
2: Sure. I personally, when I love this because I studied a lot on the life of Jesus and what I noticed about Jesus is that he was always trying to get his disciples to do things that they were looking to him to do. Mm. Um, You know, he, he was always turning to them and saying, like, Mm. like with the the feeding of the 5,000, they said, we don't have enough, you know, food to feed these people. They're hungry. We're going to have to send them away. And Jesus looked at his disciples and said, you feed them. And he was constantly pulling on his disciples to pray and to spend time. yeah. Trouble. Trouble. And he did that many times. I mean when we look at at Jesus even when they brought a demon, a demon-possessed boy to him and they said we can't cast this demon out of this boy. He called he said you're faithless. Like where's your faith? And he turned and immediately cast the demon out of the boy and he said this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. And what he was really saying to his apostles is that you haven't been in enough prayer and fasting. And he was the one that was able to immediately cast out the demons. Mm -hmm. So he's showing them that you have the power, you have the authority. You're just not in the right mindset. Mm -hmm. And I personally think that that comes from spending time in the word of God, renewing your mind to the word of God and spending time with the father in, in prayer, because that's really where that, that heavenly mindset comes from is really communing with, The Holy Spirit and just Mm -hmm. allowing him to transform you um, Mm -hmm. to transform your thought life and just surrendering everything to him
3: come on so good it's It's really good Amy Um, yeah it's I believe anointed teaching
4: Mm -hmm.
3: does so much yeah where it causes to shift to operate from above Mm -hmm. To truly see ourselves seated there, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: that we have authority over the enemy and we can walk in dominion on the earth. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: But it it takes the renewing of the mind. It takes Mm -hmm. uh, commitment. It takes standing on the word, even when you're tested, Mm because we're all going to be tested.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. My goodness. I mean the church has been very tested Mm -hmm. the shaking has come absolutely and there's more shaking to come but are we founded on a kingdom that cannot be moved or are we going to adapt the mindset of the world to be cautious not to offend anybody yeah Uh, that's really what it comes down to because when we stand And we are moving in that kingdom dimension. The enemy cannot penetrate. Uh, The enemy cannot cannot get authority over us. But it's when we start to conform and we start to bow to principalities that the enemy Mm -hmm. finds an open door. Mm -hmm. This is the church's greatest hour. Right now is our greatest hour, our greatest time to be a city that is upon the hill, which cannot be hid. Yeah, I believe that the Lord is going to bring tremendous breakthrough and miracles of multiplication uh-huh. as we learn to live yeah. from that place of Goshen. Uh, rather than under the rule and reign of Pharaoh,
4: mm-hmm.
3: it's a different yeah. mentality.
4: Yeah.
3: It's a it's a dip, it's more than a mentality or perspective. It's really stepping into that
4: mm-hmm. dimension
3: of faith,
2: yeah, that's in crazy. the
3: kingdom. And so it's faith that brings us into mm-hmm. the depth in the kingdom.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good. And I want to bring this point up too. There's a saying that if you want to see where you're going to be in five years, look at the people you're around. Oh yeah. And there's something so. Powerful, you know, look at the apostles. They spent three and a half years with Jesus. So they, you know, once they entered into that ministry and they received the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, they were operating from that plane that Jesus was operating on because they had spent that time with him. And it has so much to do with who you're around, who you're being imparted to. Even the, I don't know, the people in the world, even the New Agers are teaching that Mm -hmm. you might have grown up with these limiting beliefs and they're teaching how to break limiting beliefs. And it has all to do with um, the way that your mind has been programmed. But as you spend time with Jesus, as you spend time in the word, because there's transforming power, it's not just written words on a page, Mm -hmm. but there's actually um, real power in life. And the ability to transform you from the inside out,
1: especially
2: uh, your mind, because the battleground is in the mind. mm -hmm. And so everything that's going to manifest in your life is going to be a thought that originates in your mind. And so there's so much to just spending time in the word of God and in um and with Jesus, but also around other believers who are walking in what you want to walk in.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Surrounding yourself yes. with types of people.
3: You know, oh, yes. when, when you start to buck up against the demonic and uh, witches, warlocks, you you really have to be in that place of faith.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You
3: really have to be unmovable, unshakable. Mm -hmm. because they test you you know when you go to another nation there's witches that come they want to curse you Uh, but the gospel is power Mm -hmm. and when we stand and we serve the lord and we're not going to be moved and we just declare the goodness of god we declare who he is we declare that he is victorious that the name of jesus is above all names Mm -hmm. the name of jesus is above witchcraft god shows up And Jesus shows up to glorify himself, Mm -hmm. uh, to be glorified, to manifest in power. Mm -hmm. And what I see happening, Jeff, is that the pressure on the church is really, I mean, the church is getting really pressured, Mm -hmm. but the more we stand and we get back to simplicity, Mm foundation the more power and manifestation of the kingdom we are going to see Hmm. absolutely we're not going to be without pressure we're not going to be without persecution Mm -hmm. yeah i say this jokingly but i say it's it's not going to get better in the world
1: no i i've actually said that a a couple of times on the show too it's not that it's yeah don't wait for it to get better like that was back Mm -hmm. to normal like things are yeah. not going back to normal.
4: Yeah.
1: And yeah. that's actually yeah. should be encouraging because I don't want to go back to that. I want to go, I, I, God is doing something really exciting on the earth, you know, and yeah. he's just getting started, mm-hmm. you know.
3: Yes. Um, Jesus said wickedness will increase. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in our face every day. I mean, you have yeah, 150 feet 150 million people on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what Gen Z is watching. And they're seeing the yoga, the new age, they're seeing yeah.
2: uh,
3: corruption on all levels. Yeah. Um, and
2: there's a huge movement of witchcraft and new age, Yeah, among it's like the Gen Witch, Z, yeah. even more than in my generation. I mean,
3: yeah. we have a real fight on our hands and we need, we need the real thing. Yeah, The world needs to see the real thing. We as believers, we we need to raise the bar and operate in the real thing.
1: Well, and that's, you know, like we look at stories like when the showdown between Elijah and the prophets of Baal and we're, uh, we're like, oh, man, that was epic. I mean, obviously, Elijah put himself in a position where like if God didn't show up, mm-hmm. they'd probably kill him or, you know, like it was yeah. just. You know, he was going to look dumb at least, um, especially as he's on. like mocking their <laughs> their God, you know. Um, but yeah. when we look at things like that. We're like, oh man, that was so epic. Oh man, that was. And, and yes, God is, or uh, yes, Satan is really pulling down Gen Z, for example, mm-hmm. but he's pulling them down because he often could see more clearly in the spirit than we can. Yeah. And he sees what God is doing in them, and he's like, oh no, 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 yeah. no, no, we don't want this. We don't want this. Yeah. but despite his best efforts, God will prevail. And um yeah. especially because the church is really waking up to this and going, okay, hang on, we gotta, we gotta like actually know how to fight this stuff, you know yeah. And, yeah. and that's actually turned a lot of people getting that revelation mm-hmm. and realizing, like, dude, th- there's a lot of spiritual stuff going on that I didn't realize was going on. And we've mm-hmm. tried to treat it in the physical, but the right. physical is a byproduct of what's happening in the spiritual. And uh, and so as a result, people get that revelation. And then all of a sudden there's this increasing desire for like repentance, deliverance, getting right, getting yeah. co- mm-hmm. conditioned to be an empty vessel for God. And yeah. that's awesome. Like that Come is on. cool. But guys doing it even in Gen Z and yeah. they're like hardcore, like the ones that are like on fire for Jesus
2: yeah. are
3: hardcore. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Come on. So true. Let me just present this: the same spirit that was behind Baal and Baal worship is in the world today that we're Mm -hmm. fighting. Mm -hmm. Um. So where are the Elijahs?
1: Yeah. They're
2: in Gen Z. Yeah.
1: Come on. We're gonna see
2: prophets. We're gonna see um that type of prophetic ministry and apostolic ministry come forth out of that generation. And so. You know, my, I just know that a lot of the people in my generation have complained about the spiritual fathers of, you know, some of them above us that we feel like we didn't have any, you know, many fathers. And I say to the millennials, you are going to be the father uh-huh, if, that yep. you wanted, that you wish you had had yep. to, you know, those rising ministers and preachers and apostles evangelists that are in the gen z generation
3: amen yeah Yeah. because god god really wants to bring the revelation of sonship okay and it's through that revelation of sonship that the the orphan spirit mentality is broken Mm -hmm. and we rise as sons Yeah. Uh, Because Isaiah sixty declares, "Arise and shine, for your light has come." Mm -hmm. See, the the light has already come. The glory has already come. The glory is in the earth. The kingdom of God is at hand. But we must rise.
4: Yeah.
3: How do we rise through Revelation? Mm
4: -hmm.
3: How do we rise by making a decision that? I'm not, I'm in this world, but I'm not part of this world. I don't have to think the way the world thinks. I I don't have to be programmed.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: I don't have to be manipulated.
4: Yeah.
3: I'm called as a son, as a daughter of God, to release the kingdom of God into the earth. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, I feel the presence of God so strong on this broadcast. What I feel is kingdom dominion.
4: Yeah.
3: I feel the lion of the tribe of judah and you're really pioneering jeff uh with social media mm-hmm. and reaching gen z and and reaching even people that are just let's let's just be honest some people have just given up on the church
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and you know they, they've just said i'm i'm done but god's wanting to bring something fresh and new to draw those that have said, I'm done back into a freshness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back into where they're excited about Jesus again. And we really need to get excited about Jesus again. We need to get excited about the kingdom again. And yeah, I know many are. are. And you're so right, because the Gen Z, they're radical, man. And yeah. they're getting set on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they wake up to who Jesus is, uh, they're 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 gonna be so radical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I thank God for fathers and mothers. You know, I thank God for those that have poured into me and and spoken into my life. That's really important
4: Mm
3: -hmm. uh, that we have uh, mentors and we have fathers and mothers.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. But at the same time, we have to take responsibility and grow up into who Christ has called us to be. That's right.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: Walk in sonship. Yeah. Arise out of. The lethargicness out of the complacency rise as a son and daughter of God. And come what on. does the Bible say? Kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Mm-hmm. So we, we know business owners uh, where the Lord has brought them into such favor and acceleration.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It's incredible what God's doing. People that we're mentoring behind the scenes. And what it is, is the kingdom of God coming upon them. It's the the presence of God that has brought an acceleration. It's the Lord that has supernaturally opened doors and brought this breakthrough. Uh, You know, we can try to do things so much on our own. What? We can just try to... Try to figure it out. Yeah. Try to figure it out. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but the Lord just speaks a word.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And and the Lord shifts us. And when we're obedient to whatever he tells us to do, whether it's moving to a new city, that breakthrough and acceleration comes. It's all about obeying him, being submitted to him. Mm-hmm. And that that is so key to moving in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Lord might tell me in a meeting, you know, call this, this word of knowledge out, pull this person off the third row. We need radical obedience Mm -hmm. and that's what brings breakthrough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, you touched on just, especially the millennial generation and, and, you know, many people in our generation, not having fathers or mothers, um, And the recognition of, hey, well, like it or not, you are now a father or a mother to the next generation.
0: Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today.
1: And and to accept that responsibility and Mm -hmm. then to allow uh, God to condition you and prepare you for that. And so you mentioned the orphan spirit and a lot of times, you know, there is that orphan spirit Mm -hmm. and I am reminded of Romans chapter eight, where it says the spirit received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship and by him we cry Abba father, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. And so Mm -hmm. some of you guys listening need that revelation
0: that yes. you are
1: a son and daughter of God. Like you're not, you're not picking up scraps from the table. Come on. Like you're a son or a daughter of the, like the creator of the universe and, yeah. and the revelation and the joy that comes from that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that you would get that you guys. Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's so good. Uh, I, Cause I really encourage people. You have to be spirit led with, Who's a father, who's a mother, where God is connecting you? Mm. Because there's something God wants to do in your life, and God can use leaders to bring that acceleration. And I'm speaking from experience because uh, the Lord has brought voices in my life to impart wisdom, to impart anointing, to Mm -hmm. help me to grow and get to that place of Of walking in sonship, walking in authority, walking in power, mm-hmm. I don't know Amy as well, but we have to be spirit led. You know that's absolutely key, yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
3: being spirit led. and um, it's the Lord that does it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. God wants us to bring us, God wants to bring us to that place of maturity where we're truly led by him, where we're obedient to him, mm-hmm. uh, where we're, we're, we're doing what, what he's asking of us because that is what brings breakthrough. That's what brings change.
1: Yeah. Uh, Come on. Or- yeah, absolutely. Um, well, th- let's talk a little bit about um, cause there's two points in here that I think are really good. Obviously there's revival lifestyle but then there's revival versus kingdom. And so I was really, really uh, excited and curious. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Just revival lifestyle, but then also the difference between a revival versus kingdom. So go for it, you guys.
3: Yeah. Come on. I I love that topic. So, so important, so needed. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I mean, revival is an outpouring of God's spirit and there is a revival lifestyle. And then there's revival that God pours out that's sovereign. Um, And we can walk in revival and model revival, but we can also um, we can also see God move in a sovereign outpouring. We see that we've seen that every generation has an outpouring. Um, So many people that are just in the church today were saved or impacted by a revival that happened in their mm-hmm. generation. So, um that is where God intervenes and pours out his spirit. But you know, in the meantime, you have to walk out the instructions, walk out the great commission, what God's mandated you to do during your time here on earth. Most revivals, they don't they last they're they're over very quickly. Um, the impact is, you know,
4: yeah. just
2: it, it, it's like a ripple effect. It never stops. But yeah. the, the revival itself, the outpouring itself doesn't always last very long. So we have to carry out the Great Commission and the orders that God's given us. And that's where the kingdom comes in. Mm. And we have to mm. model the kingdom on. as believers.
3: So good. Uh, yeah. You know, I, one of. Our mentors, Dr. Robert Slardon, teaches so much on revival, awakening, mm-hmm. um, and we, you know, we're we're always blessed to ask him questions about moves of God because he's he's mm-hmm. spent so many years just studying revival. Mm-hmm. And um, I love revival, is the thing. I love revival, and some people have the mindset of just we we just need you know kingdom. Well, I love the kingdom. But I also love revival, and I want God to bring revival. And it's incredible. I mean, even what happened at um, Asbury University recently was Mm -hmm. awesome. Just God's spirit moving Uh on young people. Yeah, Uh, We need that. We need more of that. Mm -hmm. And there's also times where revival can just spontaneously break out in places you didn't even expect mm-hmm. revival to come. Yeah. So the kingdom is our priority. The kingdom is number one. Uh, that was Jesus's message. And that's what he commanded us to do was to go preach the kingdom of God is at hand, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast yeah. out devils. But I believe there's something in just doing what the Bible commands us to do, doing the great commission, preaching the gospel, where there's this opportunity at times for revival to come, mm-hmm. hmm. where it's more than kingdom; it's sovereign outpouring.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a revival student. You know, I love reading about past moves of God. Uh, many past moves. You know, we had Brownsville. It was incredible. Uh, we had Toronto blessing. Uh, these moves. The body of Christ Mm -hmm. needs and the body of Christ has been through so many moves Brownsville happened on Father's Day and then um, you know the vineyard movement began on Mother's Mother's Day Day. yeah so that's interesting Mm -hmm. Where you had Lonnie Frisbee Mm -hmm. on Mother's Day that was preaching at John Wimbers Church and he declared come holy spirit
4: mm-hmm.
3: after he brought these young people up to the to the altar and they start to shake under the power of god and there's just this outbreak
4: mm-hmm.
3: of the spirit of god yeah i believe god can use people in revival i believe the lord wants to use all of us for revival
4: yeah
3: and uh re- revival is something I believe that can come when we are hungry Mm -hmm. for more, desiring more.
4: Yeah.
3: We're dissatisfied with even where we are with the Lord. We want more.
2: Yeah.
3: We're we're pressing in for that. You know, revival can happen anywhere, anytime.
2: It can, and the most interesting thing is that most of these outpourings or revivals happen. When believers were just carrying out the king, just operating in the kingdom, they were, they were walking in the revival Mm -hmm. lifestyle. And then the Holy Spirit just poured out through them, Mm -hmm. through a man, through a woman, through a group of believers. Azusa Street just was just a prayer movement. And there's so many movements that haven't even you know, they're not famous movements that we haven't heard of. Maybe my generation hasn't even heard of, but there's more than just a few movements. There's been smaller sparks of movements that God has poured out through groups of believers or, you know, certain believers. And that's what that, you know, God said to the 120 Terry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. So As long as we wait on the Lord and we continue to do just do what he said to do, which is heal the sick, preach the gospel, cleanse the leper. If we continue to just walk in the lifestyle of Jesus and obey his commandments and do the things he told us to do as Christians. Then I know that there will be an awakening and I know the Holy Spirit will sovereignly move through us.
3: See where, where we miss it. Is when we say we just want revival. Mm. Okay. And we don't have an understanding of the kingdom mm. because we don't need revival to come yeah. for miracles to happen, for souls to be saved. We don't need revival yeah. for that mm-hmm. because the kingdom is here. The kingdom is in you. If we're not seeing the sick healed, if we're not casting out devils, if we're not winning souls, We need to get back to the word of God and find out where we're missing it. Yeah. But revival is something that that comes um, through the hand of God sovereignly. Mm -hmm. The hand of God is always extended, uh, but there's times where God moves sovereignly. Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting to me is um, how God gave Evan Roberts a vision for revival, Mm -hmm. and he prayed into it for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. And I love when Evan Roberts said, I want to be the window uh, that God uses
4: mm-hmm.
3: for others to see God.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And he didn't even want to be in the front of that mm-hmm. revival in Wales. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah.
3: But God used him, used him as an instrument.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe the Lord gives us visions for things to pray into. Um, uh, we're seeing something happening right now in America and this awaken, awakening to, to hunger for revival, to hunger for the presence, to hunger for something more.
4: Yeah.
3: Uh, yes, it is the kingdom that we need to make our priority and that's our mandate, but there's something of an invitation for revival, for outbreak. And it may be the Lord speaks to your heart to put a tent somewhere and just preach and just yeah. go for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But revival is wonderful. We need revival. Yeah, because The Lord wants to bring souls into the kingdom. He wants to shake things up when we have it just completely figured out. It's not a good place to be. No. Even though we have theology and we understand past movements and revivals, but we need that open heart yeah. to say, "God, come and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Move in revival." Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
3: you know we're open. That's I know cool. I've done meetings with with Amy. I mean, we've gone into places, preached three days, and there's just something special happening. Well, God is pouring out, and it is. Yeah. It's an invitation for more, and we'll extend, you know the meetings. We've extended meetings for weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, during the pandemic, I went to Michigan. And mm-hmm. something broke out. I was there with um, Brian Starley from okay. Global Awakening.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Brian came. We had powerful meetings. and there's just something of a hunger that happens in and and the hearts of believers. I really feel like the pandemic really shook us up, mm-hmm. even even brought us out of slumber. Oh yes. And we're saying, God, we want more. Mm. Yeah. So you know, anyways, we're in Michigan, and all these souls got saved, and it was, it all these miracles. It was really awesome, and. Uh, I, I preached the first weekend, and then Brian came in the next weekend. It was it was awesome, mm-hmm. and the Lord really started to stir my heart at that time for revival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I believe we're going to see outbreaks, fires break out in different places in America, and this isn't just about our church, our ministry, our stream. There's many people God wants to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Many people God wants to use.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So when you say fires break out, you are referring to spiritual fires, right? Yeah. I just wanted, just in case anyone was like, Oh, he said fires, you know? (laughs) Uh, So I just wanted to point that out for anybody who was like, what? Um, Yeah. So what you guys are saying is that living a revival lifestyle is basically applying what Jesus talks about in Mark chapter 16, basically just do what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. And um correct that's kind of what, yeah, you, heard yeah. what you guys are saying Hold okay on. i just wanted to clarify for anybody who needed a little bit more um, it's, it's spiritual hunger yeah
3: for for more of god for for the lord to move mm. spiritual hunger is what we need
1: yeah. yeah and the other thing i thought was really interesting that you said jesse was um it's it's wrong to say uh uh i don't know if it's wrong is the right word but but the 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 incorrect thing is saying lord we just want revival but and just leaving it at that it's almost like cuz what that communicates to me is um sometimes people don't know what they're asking for um and obviously look how many times has god honored my prayer when i didn't know what i was asking for yeah. many times i've mm-hmm. lost count um so he does honor our 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 crying before him but but there is it, I know for me five years ago if I if God had poured out revival five years ago it, I I wouldn't have been ready like God had to prepare me to receive that to actually operate in that and even now I'm like he's still doing things that I'm like, you know I'm yeah. I'm, I'm still in process absolutely you know um mm-hmm. but I, I think yeah. my my heart's cry, in prayer and my my message behind this show is um is getting people to realize like you can operate in that same power like you can operate but we have to like that's the thing is like we need unity within the body of christ yes but we cannot divorce ourselves from god's power that Mm. like we have to demonstrate that because there's so many people in the millennial generation and gen z who have walked away from the church. I have so many friends who have walked away from the church. People I was in missions with that we saw amazing things happen and they walked away from God. And it's because they got themselves in a position where they grew stagnant or maybe like Mm -hmm. Amy, you were talking about, they didn't surround themselves with the right people. Um, Yeah. But a lot of people leave because they're like, there's no, there's nothing more. There's nothing more. Like what I experienced at one time, that's it. There's nothing more, mm-hmm. and and as mm-hmm. I've grown in the Lord and grown deeper in Him and gotten greater revelation and seen His power move, my message is: yes, there is more. Keep pressing in. There yeah. is more, yes. you know. And um, I mean, that's basically what you guys are talking about as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Come on, yeah, uh, that's so good, Jeff. And uh, I love that you're speaking uh, right. I-, I love that you're speaking into the hearts of those that have you know burnout and they're just some of them are just burnt out with religion Mm -hmm. oh yeah you know they're just tired of the you know and that's one Mm -hmm. of the purposes of why god releases revival is to awaken us Yeah, Uh, are we awakened yes because we're in christ we've been awakened Uh, but there's an awakening we experience when the presence of god comes in such a profound way to stir our hearts and we start to be compassionate about Jesus and you know we, we wake up to what it is why we're here what mm-hmm. are we here for we're here to win souls we're here to serve Jesus we're here to cast out devils heal the sick yeah and so you know the kingdom is in us we have the fullness Um. We have the fullness of God in us and we need to grow in that, but we still need a hunger and a desire and openness for revival to come to say, God, come and do what you want to do. What happens is prodigals come back to Jesus. I I was a prodigal and I actually came back to the Lord because there was a revival going on. and it was being broadcast uh, on national television, and my heart was really touched by it.
4: Yeah. I was
3: really just, um, you know, I was getting ready to go to jail during this time, but mm-hmm. you know, it was like my my fourth time going to jail. And I just said, you know, Lord, I I want you in my life.
4: Mm-hmm. And I
3: could feel the presence of God coming from the television touching my heart and Mm -hmm. just stirring me awakening me um and um Mm -hmm. i know that's somebody else's story you may have come back to the lord during Mm -hmm. the brownsville revival or another revival Mm -hmm. uh, but that's one of the purposes of revival is to draw us closer to jesus if it's not drawing us closer to jesus it's not revival
4: Mm -hmm.
3: it's not real revival Mm -hmm. And um, I know that there's something pure God wants to do in the earth. And I know that uh, leaders have missed it. Yeah, You know, there's leaders are not perfect.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: The church is not perfect, but we're all called to be connected because yeah. we are the body of Christ.
4: Yeah.
3: And there's new things God wants to do in your life. There's in healing life. he wants to bring. Come on. Uh, there's always more to pursue in the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. So we should never get to the place where, oh man, I just know it all. I have it all. There's another level of depth God wants to bring you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you think you know it all, I got news for you. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Need a heart check. Definitely.
3: But I, what I'm believing, Jeff, is a, a media revival for you amen believing for a media revival
4: yeah
3: uh, that god would release something even sovereign to draw souls into the kingdom through social media can god move in revival in social media i believe he can
1: amen yeah this is a social
3: media generation Mm -hmm. so if we're not um you know moving on social media and using it as a tool. How are we going to reach those that are just only on social media? They may never step into a church, but they're on social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it's really a tool. Very true.
1: Yep. Come on.
3: But hey, thank you so much for having us on. Oh, you know,
1: absolutely. Just
3: letting us flow and release. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. It was great. You know, and I just think it's so important to always keep this type of a message on the forefront. Um And we get lots of different people on who share the same thing. And I, I, I do that on purpose. And I, obviously it's, it's ultimately the Holy Spirit, you know, but um I just think that this is something that we need to get this mm-hmm. idea of a kingdom, a kingdom perspective yeah. of where we're seated and who we are. Um the, Those types of things, man, it's like, and, and I always say too, you know, like, like Amy, I think you touched on this with uh, getting in the word and how important that is. I shared it several times now, some of the most profound moments I've had with God were when I forced myself to go read the word, when yeah. it's like, my flesh was like, "Nah, I just want to like be lazy. And I just want to like sit, a, mm-hmm. sit here and stare at the wall, God. And, and then I get up, I go, I get my Bible, I sit down and it's just like immediately I'm like, this is exactly what I needed this right here. And the hunger that increases from that Mm -hmm. and just being in his word. It's like, and I actually say, I, I read the word out loud. Like sometimes I'll read it. Like if it's early in the morning, my wife's still asleep. I'll kind of mumble it under my breath, but I'm saying it and it's just like, Oh man, like the hunger for God's word that it increases when you for, you put yourself in a position where you're like, you want to do something else. And I, you know, I've been talking about this a lot too, is like, why yeah. am I doing this thing? Why do I want to watch a show? Or why do I want to sit and stare at the wall? Or why do I, wh- why, why am I doing that? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I can realize if I replace that, especially if it's just because I'm like stressed or anxious or, um, yeah, you know, whatever, tired, whatever it is. And then I replace it with the word suddenly I'm just like, Oh, that's it. Like that was the, that was what I was looking for every time, man, every time. Come on.
3: Yeah. It's so, so good. Um, because you know, faith is what brings manifestation of the kingdom. So it's being in God's word and feeding on that Mm -hmm. and really renewing your mind to it. I remember a time where it, it finally like clicked for me. Because I grew up in church, but I'd never heard the message of sonship—not—not not, you know like the way other people preached it. And it just was like, wow, this is so powerful. Yeah. And I, I just was marinating in that and really
4: yeah.
3: going after that. And it really clicked for me where I started to rise into a new level of favor. Uh, just seeing myself differently, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, wow, I'm not this person in my past. I'm a new creation. Mm-hmm. I'm a son of God. I'm called to look like Jesus, yeah, just like Jesus. Uh, you know, in the church we get this idea uh, of discipleship i I feel is incorrect. I you know, we're not called to be observers. Mm-hmm. We're called to be demonstrators. Right. We're not called to try to become like Jesus. We are like Jesus mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit has moved into us. The kingdom of God has moved in. The word has moved in to transform us, that we would look just like Jesus.
4: Yeah.
3: That we would cast out devils just like Jesus.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, And see, th- those that were following Jesus, Peter, James, John, were they being discipled by Jesus? Yes, but they hadn't stepped into sonship. Mm-hmm. That really did not happen until Acts chapter 2, where Jesus enters in with his own blood. He sprinkles a mercy seed, purges, uh, purges believers for their sins. And that opened the way up for the Holy Spirit to come into the earth Mm -hmm. in greater measure and fill the disciples. So they became born again, spirit filled, sons and daughters of God Mm. to look just like Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So the mindset is not I need to I need to become like Jesus. You already are like Jesus. You're a born again believer. His nature and power is in you. It's now growing into it and growing into maturity and growing in the revelation. Yeah.
4: That's
3: good. Yeah. I get excited talking about this stuff, Jeff. As you
1: should, man. <laughs> As you should. All right. So I'm going to have you guys pray for the people. But before we do that, I want to make sure if there's anything else on your guys' heart to share, I want to give way to that.
3: Hmm. Do you have anything? So-
1: yeah. All right. Light the place up guys and go. Well, father,
3: we thank you for yes. this broadcast. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for the revelation that has gone forth on this broadcast mm. for seeds being planted, yeah. mindsets yes. being broken, hearts being stirred.
4: Yes.
3: God, I thank you. <clears throat> I thank you, Lord, for those mm. that have a deep desire for more of you, to see the sick healed, to cast out devils, uh, to walk in the dimension of the kingdom. Lord, we just speak acceleration right now. We speak breakthrough. Mm. Uh, We speak uh, for the word of God to illuminate in their spirits. In the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you for business owners, for favor over business owners.
4: Mm.
3: Breakthrough and acceleration. We thank you, Father, uh, for this social media platform that you would bless the staff, bless everyone for what they're doing. God, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: thank you for the fruitfulness coming forth from this ministry. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: And Lord, we just we declare healing those that are in need of healing that are battling need healing in their body we decree and we declare the healing power of Jesus over you right now I thank you God for touching those ribs touching someone on the right side of the ribs the bottom uh, right side of the ribs I thank you for bringing healing right now I believe it was a car wreck someone had but God is healing right now yeah. they could be fractured ribs God's God's healing you right now uh, thank you Lord for touching those areas of healing that people need in their bodies yes. somebody's getting healed on the right side of their neck right now wow. somebody's getting healed uh, in their left rot- rotator cuff right now I thank you for blindness being healed deafness being healed in the mighty name of Jesus, thank backs you, being Jesus. healed. Yes.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Father, I thank you that you would that you would increase their hunger, Father, that you would stir them up, that there would be a fresh commissioning, Father, for them, a fresh mandate, Father, that you would refresh their way and their course, Lord. And I've, I as you were praying, Jesse, I felt that there was a man watching who has been recently diagnosed with stomach. Cancer, And I, mm. I heard the name Paul, and so I just want to decree over him right now that as he watches, he would be healed in Jesus' mighty name, that the spirit of cancer would be broken off of his life in Jesus' mighty mm. name. On. I just Jesus. thank you, Father, for your anointing and your glory, yes. just touching every viewer right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I just see the glory realm just filling their their home, Father. Mm. They're, right where they're at, just saturating them in the yes. oil, Father, of your anointing. In Jesus' mighty name, because Girl, we absolutely. know that the anointing breaks every yoke. Every yoke of bondage, every yoke of addiction. In Jesus' mighty name, every yoke of sin. And we thank you for that anointing. Thank you, Lord. Just. Overwhelming and and saturating them right now in the presence of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thank you.
3: Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mm. 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 Thank you for the presence of God.
4: Thank you, Jesus.
3: Powerful. So powerful presence of Mm. the Lord on this broadcast.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Just receive. Just drink in what the Lord is pouring Mm. out. I encourage you. Mm. God can Mm -hmm. change everything as you're just sitting in his presence.
2: Wow. 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 I'm even feeling um, a woman named Patricia and you're, it's either you or your husband was um, diagnosed recently with a heart condition. And I just thank you father for releasing healing over her that your spirit would just touch her and touch her husband right now in Jesus name we speak Mm -hmm. healing father yes thank you Jesus
3: hallelujah yeah so good
1: Mm. people are feeling it in the chat praise God yeah
4: so good
1: great great presence
3: of the Lord Mm
4: -hmm. yeah Mm.
3: we we really enjoyed uh being on the show mm-hmm. and um man i feel like we just barely touched the surface
1: yeah there's a lot more
3: yeah <laughs> there's a lot more I know, I know amy has a lot too yeah
1: yeah absolutely well why don't you guys go ahead and tell people how they can follow you guys individually and together however you want to do it yeah
2: so you can visit our website spiritwordministries.org you see any events that we have coming up you can follow us sign up for our email list um that's the best way to keep up with what events we're doing especially if you're in tennessee because we host revival nights and things here and you can follow us um just at amy champ at jesse champ on instagram facebook TikTok, all the stuff so
1: awesome thank you so much you guys this was great really appreciate having you guys on the show
2: yeah thanks for having us thanks for having us
1: absolutely absolutely everybody that is our show have a blessed rest of your monday tune in tomorrow we've got andrew Tao back in the house it's going to be awesome Uh, so it's at 2 p.m pacific time 5 p.m eastern time uh also elijahfire.com slash donate is how you guys donate and as you guys know we take a portion of every single donation and it goes into our amazing water well efforts a new freshwater well every three days over in Uganda, transforming communities because of donations like yours. So God bless you guys. Start of a new week, starting out on on a, we're starting at eleven. That's what we did. We brought the champs in. We started off at eleven. So um, God bless you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow at two p.m. Pacific time, five p.m. Eastern time with Andrew Tao. Okay, bye.
0: This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening.